Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. We've been following, of course, very, very closely because part of the uh, part of this whole the success in inverted commas of this war is dependent on the U.S. support for Israel, and it has been absolutely unequivocal. We've spoken about it a few times, and uh, we've spoken about it to John Day as well. He's founder and owner of Law Offices of John Day. We wanted to to talk about how this is evolving because it can't be it can't be easy to uh, for the the, uh, uh, for the United States government to keep uh, this level of support, especially given the pressure that it is under. John, a very, very good morning to you. How are you? Good morning, Howard. Good to, good to be with you. Well, for you, it's still Sunday night. So you're still on the weekend. We are, we are really well into our weekday. I can tell you it's not all as cracked up to be, John. Stick with the weekend, no. rather. Yeah, I'm enjoying the last few hours of it, so. <laughs> All right. So, so this can't be easy for the United States government. It's, it's, it's got to be feeling the pressure that, uh, that is being exerted on it. That's right. And what's happening is, so the Biden administration is trying to balance this, uh, unequivocal support for Israel with what's going on here in the States, which is kind of fascinating and, and, and more than a little bit troubling. You've got, the one wing of the uh, Democratic Party, the very far-left progressives who are attacking uh, Biden for his support um, of, of Israel. And then they're also trying to balance the international uh, work that, that, that Biden and his uh, Secretary of State, uh, Tony Blinken, are trying to manage. Um, and in the states, the, the domestic reaction is strongest really coming from the far-left attacking Biden right when he's about to launch or is launching this presidential campaign. And so there are all these factors at play and who knows how this is going to turn out for mm-hmm. him anyway. The, has this been good for him or, or not good for him? Because obviously I'm a biased party. So I look at it, I look at him and I had very, very little respect for him before. But when he started speaking and, and coming out with his unequivocally supportive statement, I started to change my view. But that also could be simply because he's, um, he's saying what I want him to say. Uh, wh- what's the general perception? Well, the general perception is that he is an old line Democrat, Democrat mm. member of the Democratic Party, who's uh, got sort of this Cold War view of of global politics that's that's been sort of the mainstay of the Democratic Party. Um, and the question, it's a good question you asked, is it good for him? It's good for him in the sense that people questioning his his age and acuity mm. are well, look, he he's managing this crisis. Um, you know, there's a theory, of course, that Biden has been so strongly in support of Netanyahu because he wants to have some leverage. He wants to be seen as being so completely supportive that he at least has some ability to help mm. direct the, the or steer the direction of what what Israel is doing. But but overall, he's suffering at the uh, the hands of sort of the young uh, Democrats, the young progressives who are ta- who are buying into the whole genocide. Thomas, uh, it's just, you know, it's, it, Narrative. I mean, it's really disruptive, really yeah. disruptive yeah. here. How did it become so acceptable 
in in the United States. If if, if you look at it, this the the, the absurdity of it, uh, it, it in a way it's quite embarrassing for the United States. Maybe it's the, it's, it's the imagery we're seeing of young people marching for something they don't understand and and being very very. Ignorant at the same time, you know this whole gaze for Gaza business is is funny, but yet tragic. I mean, tragic is the word. I mean, you know what is really emerging uh, is this sort of on college campuses and in the cities. This um, and it's this troubling anti-Semitism that's mm-hmm. that's based in this. I mean, you've seen the videos of uh, people ripping down the posters of the hostage mm-hmm. children and the elderly. And it's just this, it's just sort of this groundswell of, of, um, people buying into this, you know, pro Hamas, uh, anti Israel, uh, theme. And th- I mean, the, the, the rise of anti Semitic incidents and threats is, is astonishing. And it's really, I mean, something is happening here that, um, I don't know how you, I don't know how you, you fix it right now. I mean, I don't know how, I don't know how you put that back in the bottle because it's causing a lot of, Incredible concern here. Things we haven't seen here in my memory. That's, it, it, it's very frightening. Are the universities, I guess, equipped is the second part, but are they willing to, to take this on? Have they recognized how severe a problem this is? You know, that's the other part of this is that a lot of this is uh, stemming from university campuses mm. and at, at, the, at the outset, the administrations of you know, the, be- the biggest and the best universities in the country were basically staying silent. It seemed like they were afraid to outright condemn the anti-Semitic um, marches, the, 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 the attacks. I mean, there were violent attacks. There have been threats, death threats. And yet, right from the beginning, colleges and university administrators, presidents, governing boards seemed to be paralyzed by fear out of, you know, with fear of trying to say, well, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to offend anybody on the other side. And it's this is this is part of this whole troubling uh, groundswell that we're seeing here. So the I mean, because the first thing is the, the intention. The second thing is the ability to do it. They've, they've almost stacked the odds against themselves with the the type of 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 academic with the board at the at the universities. But and, and you and I have spoken about it before uh, with specific reference to Harvard, uh, your uh, your university, how it is actually destroying the it's just destroying the reputation day by day. Well, that's, that's actually, that's absolutely right. And I think, you know, something we can't overlook is, I mean, just the, the, the level of fear among, um, people in the U.S., uh, who, you know, who are now becoming victims of anti-Semitic, uh, language and marches and attacks. And I mean, it's really something that, um, is, is, is developing so quickly and there doesn't seem to be much that can be done to stop it. Now, Biden, you know, I got to give him credit for doing a lot to try to mm. uh, address it domestically. But again, I don't think I don't think we can uh, I don't think you can you can underplay the damage and the danger uh, right now um, for the Jewish community in in the U.S. Very very frightening. The Republicans have always been um, steadfast in support of Israel, it, it, so there's no surprises there. Have we seen any? Um, have we seen anything different coming out of of uh, that uh, the, the party? I mean, it's, it's right. It's been it's been pretty consistent as far as the Republicans who are running 
the president, you know, Donald Trump has said mm. um, he, he, what we ought to do is deport anyone who expresses a pro-Hamas um, opinion. The other candidates are being a little bit more measured, but they're all basically support. I mean, and there's very sort of consistent strength mm. across the mm. board among the other Republicans. Uh, but they're lying low because they realize that the Democrats are having to deal with the problem. And, you know, when, you're, when your opponent is uh, having trouble like that, you don't want to throw them a lifeline. Absolutely. That is where we leave it. John Day, thank you. As always, enjoy the last few hours of your weekend. It is 7 o'clock.